Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Wednesday the 28th of September 2022. I'm Sean Elmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Let's jump into it. Story number one, the day started okay for equities, but then the ASX fell about three quarters of a percent before recovering somewhat to close down half a percent to 6,462 points. It wasn't particularly pretty. Macquarie Group and Fortescue Metals were both down 2.7%. Ystec Global and QBE both fell more than 2%. West Farmers was off 1.9%. Goodman Group fell 1.5% and Commonwealth Bank dropped 1.2%. That's what I'd call a pretty broad-based fall. Telstra was a standout, up 2.7%. Once again, it was the commodities names that did best. Coronado Gold, Whitehaven Coal, New Hope, Silver Lake Resources and Gold Digger, Remelius Resources. Worse than the boss was Telix Pharmaceuticals after the oncology company announced a major marketing setback in Europe. It fell 15%. Quick note on fixed income. Treasury 10-year bond yields pushed above 4% for the first time since 2010. Through September, yields have risen the most in a month in almost two decades on the back of central banks tightening monetary policy. That is what you call a sell-off. Now, treasuries have lost 14% this year. So if your super fund invested $100 in a bond fund, that would now be worth $86. And given many people have around 40% of their super fund invested in fixed interest, that's a lot of money. Story number two, the Aussie dollar is trading below 64 US cents. Hope there aren't too many listeners out there about to travel to the US. As every other day this week, it's about strength in the greenback. Cryptocurrencies had had a better run in recent sessions, but Bitcoin and Ether both fell back today, with Bitcoin trading below $19,000 US dollars a unit. Oil prices have also been falling, with Brent crude trading around $85 US dollars a barrel. That's down to January levels. Now, that should be good news at the Bowser, though the weak dollar isn't helping. And don't forget to fill up tonight if you can, because otherwise you may find yourself hit with the 22.5 cent per litre federal government petrol excise, which kicks in again tomorrow morning. Story number three, there's a steady drip feed of information going on about the budget. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers said last year's budget deficit would come in at $32 billion, about $48 billion better than expected, thanks to high commodity prices and high employment rates. There was also lower than expected usage of COVID-19 business support packages that meant more money for the budget bottom line. Over the next few years, though, the budget will remain in deficit, Dr. Chalmers said. A rebound in the global economy is important to a rebound in the budget position. The good news for many households is that the Treasurer said removing the Stage 3 tax cuts won't improve the inflationary environment. That means they're likely to stay. Now, those cuts will create a flat tax rate of 30 cents in the dollar for anyone earning between $40,000 and $200,000. That's quite a saving. Story number four, Bubs Australia is setting up a joint venture with a Chinese group with factories in far northeastern China to make Chinese-labelled infant formula. That will allow Bubs to tap into the 80% of the $40 billion China market in which it currently is unable to compete. Chief Executive Christy Carr said the first Chinese-labelled product, a goat's milk formula, is expected to hit the China market in three to six months. And story number five, the US Securities and Exchange Commission has fined 16 financial firms, including Barclays, Bank of America, Citigroup, Credit Suisse, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley and UBS, a combined $1.1 billion US dollars over failing to maintain and preserve electronic communications. According to Reuters, from January 2018 through to September 2021, 
Banks' employees routinely communicated about business matters using applications such as text messages and WhatsApp on their personal devices. Now, the institutions didn't preserve the majority of these communications, which is in violation of the rules. Does it sound a little familiar? Hmm. The sweeping industry probe is considered a landmark case for the SEC. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 28th of September, 2022. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning for the Thursday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening.